Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. You have found me at my little corner of the internet. This is the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 15th. And today we're going to continue the conversation about the movie Beauty and the Beast and also just talk about discernment. What does it mean to live as Christians in the culture today? I think you'll be encouraged. Listen in. So we talked about Monday, which was my son Spencer's birthday. So happy birthday, Spencer. And then for the 14th of following it, we've had a birthday palooza this month at our house. So I now have another uh, child who's ready to start driving. Moment of silence for my fourth child getting their driver's license. And also for my insurance going up again. <laughs> that also. Uh, but we've been talking a lot about uh, Beauty and the Beast and and what's going on with that. And I, and I left last week by just saying, listen, the Bible says in Philippians that we're supposed to think about whatever's good, whatever's right, whatever's honorable. And really, that is our job as Christians. And so that's going to be my focus today. What does that look like? Um, for those of you who are getting ready to see me this weekend, I am looking forward to it. I'm leaving tomorrow morning for Winnipeg, and I will be in Winnipeg, Manitoba. For those of you who are not familiar with Winnipeg or Manitoba, please do your homework. That's Canada. <laughs> so I'm going to be uh, talking to my friends in Canada. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, this weekend, the 17th and 18th, I'll be the keynote speaker at MACHS up in Manitoba. If you want more information, please go to my website. I will link back to that in the show notes today. Next weekend, I'm going to be at IAHE in Indianapolis. Really excited about that. I just know that God is going to do something great. The Lord is doing a work in the hearts of his people. And I know he's been doing a heart, a work in my heart and a work in my husband's heart and in our children, just calling his people, I think, really back to himself. And really, that's what this podcast is about. It's about reminding parents who they are in Christ and saying, listen, we can't give our children what we don't have. So if we don't have a strong walk with the Lord, if we don't know who we are in the Lord, we're going to have a really hard time imparting that to our children. And I think it's important, more important now, because it's all over the culture. So remember last week, we were talking about the shack. And even though the story is packaged as a good thing, I've actually been doing a little bit more homework on uh, Paul Young, who, William Paul Young, who goes by Paul, who is the author of the shack. And he has a brand spanking new book out that really dives into his theology and what he truly believes. And he truly is a universalist. And this is what so many people, so many Christians have been kind of saying, you know what, this is what he's promoting. Oh, but we're not sure. And oh, how can we judge a work of fiction? Well, here's what the Bible says. We are called to be discerning. We are called to be able to look at something and ask the Lord for wisdom. The Bible says in James, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him seek it of God who gives all to gen all of all wisdom generously and without reproach. He says, if we ask for wisdom, he'll give it to us. And I think it's so important. We need to be wise in the culture today. And that's part of the reason why I hit the road every season. It's part of the reason why I'm going to be in Winnipeg this weekend and why I'll be in Indianapolis. Uh, after that, I'm going to be home for a week, and then I'm going to go out to the Midwest Parent Educators in Kansas City, Missouri. Really looking forward to that. And I'll be in New Mexico. And then I'm doing Fearless Texas. If those of you who are in Houston, Texas, uh, I'm going to be very near there in the town of Katy. And I would love it if you would come out. We are going to be talking about the Word of God and what it means to live fearlessly 
in the culture today. And this is really God's call to parents right now. It's God's call to everyone who uh, knows the Lord and claims the the forgiveness and the salvation that's offered from God through Jesus. And that means we're supposed to live as set-apart lives. So on Monday, I talked a little bit about Beauty and the Beast. I've heard a lot of Christians say, it's not that big of a deal. Would you just settle down? Would you just come down off your tree? How can we expect the world to, uh, to have the same spirit and the same discernment as Christians? That's a great question. We can't and we shouldn't. The question is not, uh, are we going to control the way the world acts and what the world does? That is not what this is about. The question is, how do we as Christians live in the culture? So does that mean we're rude and unkind and nasty and ugly to people who who think differently than we are or who people who are living openly in what God says is sin? Absolutely not. That's not what Jesus would have done. He would have loved. He would have told the truth. But we can't sacrifice truth on the altar of mercy. And I think that's what happens. That's what is has been happening over and over in the culture today. And we need to be asking ourselves, are we doing in our own private lives as believers what is pleasing to God? The Bible is very clear about sexual immorality. Romans 3.14 says, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus and don't think about how to gratify the desires of your sinful nature. James 1.21, get rid of all moral impurity and evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word that has been planted in you, which can save you. First Thessalonians 4, verses 3 to 6, it is God's will that you should be sanctified. That means that you should become more like Christ, right? That's what uh, parenting does, by the way. <laughs> it, that's what marriage does. It, it makes us more like Jesus if we're, if we're walking with the Lord. So the Bible says it's God's will that you should be sanctified, that you, would have, that you should avoid sexual immorality. So the apostle is saying to do what with sexual immorality? To avoid it. We should avoid it, that each one of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not passionate, Less like the heathen who did not know God, and that in this manner no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him. The Lord will punish men for such sins as we've already told you and warned you. The Bible talks over and over again about what it means to walk with God. And as Christians, we are called to be set apart. Remember, I talked about this on Monday. We're called to be actively pursuing what is right. And so the question isn't, you know, you know, why would we get out and 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 be unkind or say we don't appreciate what you're doing or not go see the movie? That's not what this is about. The question is, are we actively pursuing what is right? Are we thinking about what's right? Are we doing what's right? Are we saying, "Lord, make my heart so sensitive to sin that if it breaks your heart, it also breaks mine." And I am concerned for a generation of parents who believes that they can Uh, expose their children to what God says sin so that they can be seen as loving toward the homosexual community. That's not what God asked us to do. God said, you're to be set apart. You are an alien, right? Doesn't go over very well, right? You're an alien in the world that you live in. And I think increasingly we are going to see that more and more and more uh, that God said we're we're to be set apart. It doesn't if anything, we should be loving. We should be more loving. But being loving doesn't mean that we engage in something that God says is sin. And I have to wonder if spending our money on something that we know promotes a lifestyle that God says is sin is not honoring to the Lord. And that really is the question I think that many parents are asking themselves. So I'm finding this interesting. You know, obviously, this is all over the news. 
uh, I was re- I'm reading an article right now. I'll quote it to you, and I'll link back to it today from USA Today from a couple of days ago. It says, the backlash over a gay character appearing in Walt Disney's Beauty and the Beast is rising, putting an Alabama theater and Russian government officials on common ground. There's an interesting uh, opener, right? Uh, a Hennigar, Alabama drive-in has canceled plans to screen Beauty while the Russian government is considering banning the film following revelations that the character LeFou, played by Josh Gad, is gay. And that this is not up for debate, right? So Disney has said, we're giving him an openly a gay moment. They're celebrating this. They feel like this is, this is a really good thing that they're doing. Uh, representatives from the drive-thru in Alabama announced last week, I guess it's been a week and a half now on Facebook, that the theater won't be showing the movie when it's released on March 17th because Disney is premiering their first homosexual character, which is what they're doing. Uh, and this is what the movie, this is what the, co- the movie company said. This is what the theater said. When companies continually force their views on us, we need to take a stand. We all make choices and I am making mine. The unsigned Facebook post said, if I can't sit through a movie with God or Jesus sitting by me, then we have no business showing it. I know there will be some who disagree with my decision and that's fine. We are first and foremost Christians and we will not compromise on what the Bible teaches. So here we go. So now we're in this, now we, we've we waded hip deep into it. So now we just have to go, what is it that we're watching that's not bringing glory to the Lord? And I would venture to say, probably a lot of things, right? And the reason that we're talking about Beauty and the Beast isn't because it's new that that a movie uh, company, that a production company, a secular production company is pushing a homosexual agenda, right? That's not new. What's new is that they've announced it in a film that's pushing a homosexual agenda out to children. And so I think it's sort of, it's it's what it's done, at least for me, and I think for a lot of my listeners, it's sort of... uh, it's picked our conscience a little bit. We're just like, ooh, you know? We know we watch things all the time that have openly gay characters that make homosexuality seem like something that's normal, which frankly it is in the culture today. But you know what? Normal doesn't equal good. And God said, I'm gonna tell you what's right and here's how to live your life. And as Christians, we are called to live how God calls us to live. And I think we need to be careful in the culture. How can we be both loving and kind? How can we uh, be obedient to God and still be seen as loving and kind? And the truth of the matter is some people are going, if you decide I'm not going to see this movie or if like me, as soon as uh, the retail giant Target said, hey, if you're a man who wants to identify as a woman, we don't care if you're a full bearded male, if you feel like a woman today, you can use our bathroom because you know what? We we have sympathy for you. We empathize with you. Well, that's fine. You can empathize with a guy with a full beard who wants to pretend he's a woman all you want to, but you're not going to go in the restroom with my little girl. And if this is the rule for Target, I can't shop there anymore. That was my decision to make because I care about the safety and protection of my children. And I think as Christians, we need to be caring not only about the safety and protection, physical protection of our children, but also their emotional and spiritual protection. That is the job of Christian. That's the job of every parent. But for Christians, The standard is God's standard. It's not a worldly standard. And the Bible says we are supposed to pursue what is right. Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. And you guys know me. I'm always going to take you back to the Bible. And this is an area of personal freedom. I really think it is. I think you've got to be asking, asking yourself, 
Have I talked to the Lord about this? You know, we had a lot of conversations in our house about it because we were really looking forward to seeing Beauty and the Beast. And we finally decided by virtue of the fact that we know that this is in there and that they have made a thing out of it, they have said, uh, this is what we're doing. We're giving, you know, uh, an openly gay moment. We're encouraging this. We as a family have decided we can't promote that with our uh with our money. So we're not going to go see the movie. But the Bible says, and this is where what it really comes down to, Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 says, therefore I urge you, and I was thinking about this word, urge you. This is the apostle Paul saying, this isn't going to be easy. This is actually hard. And he's saying, I urge you in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I guess that's what I want to leave you with today. If you're struggling with what to do, the Bible says, A, you're not supposed to be conformed to the pattern of this world, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the way that you do that is by being alone with the Lord. As a, as a mother, as a father, get together with each other if you can and say, Lord, what do you want us to do? This is tough stuff. And it's not for the faint of heart, but what's happening in the culture right now isn't for the faint of heart either. And it's not that this is new. This has been happening forever. But the question for Christians is, are we going to say, you know what? We totally, we like the movie so much that we're going to normalize homosexuality for our kids. That for me that was the question. For me and for my husband and I you know I've obviously talked about this with my daughter who has children of her own now. But I think it's important for us uh, as Christians to know what the Lord says and are we listening to him. So it's interesting to to know and I'll I'll wrap uh, today's podcast up with this. That theater that canceled the movie uh, said that they would continue to show, quote, wholesome movies so that patrons didn't have to worry about sex and nudity and homosexuality and foul language, which is what we want in all of our homes, isn't it? We want to be able to just enjoy a movie for the sake of enjoying it and enjoy a story for the sake of enjoying it. So in response to the Alabama theater's decision, Beauty and the Beast director Bill Condon told USA Today that the outcry over the first gay character in a Disney movie was, quote, overblown. He went on to say, my message is this. This is a movie for everyone. I'm sad that... Uh, I'm sad about that theater, but there are 4,000 theaters showing the movie. I hope everyone moves past it and just takes pleasure in what we made. So here's a guy who's saying, first he said, I'm I'm promoting an, an openly homosexual agenda. We have an exclusively gay moment. There's a surprise for uh, for viewers at the end. And now he's saying he's sad that a theater has taken a stand against it, but there are 4,000 other theaters showing the movie. You know what your odds are of not showing that movie if you own a theater? He just gave them to you. They're one in 4,000. It is not easy to, uh, to walk with God today. In fact, it's difficult. And Jesus said, you know what? In this world, you're going to have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And at the end of the day, I think that's what this is about. At least that's what it's been about for me and my husband. Our goal as Christians is not to bankrupt Disney. It's not to bankrupt Target, for that matter. Our our goal isn't to stick it to anybody. Our goal is to be more like Jesus. Our goal is to teach our children, this is right and this is wrong. Why? Not because we think, but because this is what God says. Our goal is to model Jesus for our children to a wordless loss. Discernment is what we need as Christian parents, and it's required now more than ever. If you're interested about the show notes today, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com 
forward slash podcast and download them. If you've got questions for me or you have a podcast or show idea, I'd love to hear from you. Podcast at thebusymom.com. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. I'll see you back here on Friday from Winnipeg. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.